Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. With HSE Midwest. For updated factual information, see hse.ie. By staying apart, we can save lives. Sinn Féin TD for Limerick City, Morris Quinlevin is on the line. Good morning to you, Morris. Good morning, Joe. So, Morris, are these rules now being ignored? Um, to be ignored, I don't, I don't think that's too big of a word, but I think some people are ignoring them. Um, I just want to say, firstly, to the vast majority of people have obeyed the rules. I've, I see it myself in my local community. Um, you know, we all have the two-kilometre uh, limit to day or two, so I haven't been out and about as much as I'd like to be. But, look, I, I have a concern in the last number of days, especially since maybe last Tuesday, Wednesday. There has been a bit of a change. I've noticed a lot more people out and about. Um, I'm hearing from reports from people across the, across across Limerick that more people are out and about. And as your letter writer there earlier said, you know, gangs of young people are out and about. Um, you know, I've been well, you, you know the um, roundabout, the Conlon's BMW roundabout, as I call it, in the Bally Simon Road. Um, I, I because it's within two kilometres. I was doing a walk there on Saturday. I'd done a walk the previous Saturday, and there was no comparison. The amount of traffic on that roundabout while I was standing there last Saturday was very significantly up. Not to mention the traffic that I could see elsewhere. And that's just one small, non-scientific example. Yeah, and I actually... most days I have to go to my mom's house because she's a, she's a bail at the moment and we've been helping her out so we're doing a bit of a roster between ourselves. So I would walk up and down the high road in Tomegate and two weeks ago and last week as well you could walk on the high road. You know, you didn't have to worry about the footpaths or whatever. There was no traffic up and down. But in the last week that certainly has changed, you know, and you will see... I gangs of I wouldn't say gangs, but you know groups of young lads hanging around. Um, they, funny enough, they are trying to stay this to two meters from each other. But you know the concern is that, that there is far too many of them out and about. Um, and, and in fairness, as you know, it's not just young people. I was no. coming in this morning, and there was a lot more traffic on the roads than there had been uh, at the same time last Monday. So, can anything be done about it, or do we just have to accept now that people are tired of this and that there's a significant minority who will just break the regulations? Well, I think the danger is that we, we do get tired of this, um, but it's, it's really, really important. I think we're in a crucial stage, we're in a critical stage of it, and it, it's tough and all it is for us all to stay indoors, and we've all, we're all missing events we want to go to. We're all missing a funeral, family events, um, you can't see your relatives. It's very, very hard, and I just want to commend everybody who's done it, especially older people who unfortunately are on, many of them are on their own uh, cocooning in houses haven't been out for, for weeks now at this stage haven't met many many people themselves you know I, I see people talking through windows said to their loved ones and stuff but I just want to commend everybody who's done all of that because we are in a very very difficult situation and if we if we break the rules and we go out too quick and we spread the virus then the lockdown is going to go on for longer than we, we want to, to or have to have it in place So, well, well as a matter of interest do you anticipate any lifting of the restrictions from next Tuesday? No, I'm not sure. Um, I think it might be some lifting around the two kilometres, maybe slightly bigger in, in urban areas or, you know, where it's an, an, it does have an effect that you can't through, go to different parts of the city where you need to go to, to do different things or whatever. So, look, I, I don't know. Um, the, the figures are, look, what we, what, what we set out to do was to make sure we didn't overwhelm our health service and we have by and large, achieved that. So that's that's down to every single person. Now the death figures are very high. The numbers um, uh, getting diagnosed with COVID nineteen are quite high. 
But they would be much, much, much higher if we hadn't adopted what we've done. And everybody is a hero who's done this. Like, you know, we've all, our personal freedoms have been taken away from us the last number of weeks. We can't go out and about. You can't go to where you want to go. You can't go shopping. Obviously, you can't go out for your, your drink you want to do. But people are doing this. And I think the vast, vast bulk of people understand why they have to do it and have been brilliant in fairness. I can understand the frustration. Um, and I see, as I say, I see it myself and I give reports all the time of different people out and about, different things that have not been... Um, you know, and not adhering to the system, and, and people didn't feel really frustrated because they can look out the window and see it themselves, whereas their family are adhering to it, and other families aren't. Yeah, uh, I want to ask you as well the amount of money spent on agency staff in acute public hospitals increased by over 9 million euro last year, and the University Hospital Limerick in Dura Doyle had by far the biggest spend in 2019. What's your reaction to that? Well, that was an issue I raised before COVID 19 was a problem. Um, we put it down to, and you know, what we've seen is we've exposed some of the previous government's spend that they were saying there was a problem with nursing recruitment. There was a a problem. They use different words, delayed, uh, delayed appointments, um, or deferrals, whatever. And the nurses union and other workers and other unions in the hospital service and in the health service would have told you that they just couldn't get the staff, they couldn't employ the staff, they couldn't get authority to employ the staff. And at the same time, then the hospitals obviously needed the staff and were using agency agency workers. Now, agency workers are vital when you don't have the staff, um, but the, the long term would be you would you would make sure, you know, we've all talked about how good our frontline workers are, and it turns out then we don't pay them. You remember the nurses had to go on strike last year. Um, the the acting, acting Taoiseach at the moment said there was no scope last year to give them a pay rise either, to give nurses a pay rise. So we, we are in a situation that we have to look at what problems we had before COVID and what problems come out of COVID, because we can't come out of COVID and the sacrifices and everything that everybody has done without there being a better future for everybody. Okay, and talk to me about your concerns around the SUSE grants for students. Yeah, well, the SUSE grant, as most people would know, is a, it's a student universal support Ireland grant, is what it's called, and it's it's a grant that helps people from lower income families um, pay uh, a grant towards going to third level uh, college. So the concern we would have is that the government don't seem to have the acting government don't seem to take into consideration because. The grant would be based on the income the family would have had in 2019 um, and it would only be taken into account of that change. Obviously, a lot of people who had, had an income in 2019 don't have uh, employed income this year because they've lost their job. Hundreds of thousands of people have lost their job in the last number of weeks, unfortunately. We're hoping that would be temporary. We're hoping a lot of those jobs will be re-established. But what the Suicide Grant says, and it says in the legislation, so it is something that would need to be changed is that um, it's permanent and for if, if, if it changed is for instance your income would be looked at for the previous year so if you're applying for the grant this year which opened last Thursday would look at your income for 2019 but you mightn't have a job you might, the family might job might be gone since then and with no idea if that's going to come back or not so we're asking for some sort of uh, change this year some sort of a minister to clarify what our agencies put in place to support families you know that for instance might have had an income of X, Y and Z in 2019, but don't have that this year. Okay. All right. Well, listen, thank you very much for talking to us about all of that. Uh, Limerick City, Sinn Féin, TD, Morris Quinlevin. Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. With HSE Midwest. For updated factual information, see hse.ie. By staying apart, we can save lives.